Hey everybody, and welcome to the first installment of Artist Avenue, where I, your host, Evan Goldstein, sits down with some up-and-coming artists that you should really know about and finds out what makes them tick. This week, I got the opportunity to sit down with Anthony Marquez. Unfortunately, at the beginning of the episode, we had some audio difficulties, so we lost a little bit. But I can catch you up real quick. First off, he's a huge Superman fan. Secondly, he thinks Dan Jurgens is the man. Other than that, you're pretty much caught up to speed. As an added note, there's a guy in the background that chimes in every once in a while. His name is Fernando Ruiz. We'll be talking more about him later. So, without any further ado, I bring you the first installment of Artist Avenue. Hope you enjoy. Everybody, how great he was, and uh, it was it was very funny. But I remember in sixth grade, I already knew that's what I wanted to do, and then when I um, let's see, then even uh, middle school, that's what I wanted to do. High school, it's still what I wanted to do, but then I started getting worried in high school because I was like, if I do this as a profession and it becomes like a job, is it not going to be fun anymore? Uh, kind okay. of deal, wow. you know? I, wait, when did you get like this notion? School. Okay. So, so you, you had the notion of turning your passion into work may just make it all work. Yeah, like, well, is that going to ruin it then? Like, right. you know, like, I love drawing so much, but then is it just become not fun? Mm-hmm. You know, and then I was like, oh, that's horrible. That's a very adult concept that's it's pretty very, very deep yeah, that's pretty f- Actually, I, I still don't have that notion crazy person <laughs> I was a big nerd just running around like a crazy person okay uh, but um yeah that was like my big concern and then I decided maybe I shouldn't do this and I was like I'll become like an English teacher I was like that's what, I'll go be an English teacher instead and this way I can always draw on the side okay and then um I went to like my local community college and I started, like, you know, doing college stuff and, you know, you know, trying to become, like, an English teacher. And I remember, like, I think it was, like, my second year, my uh, English professor comes in and, like, he's talking. And he just, he let off with, like, the dumbest opening that, like, you could ever lead off with as a teacher. And it completely turned me off. And About, I was, okay, go ahead. Just being at the school, I was just like, I don't want to be here anymore. It's like, this guy's <laughs> a complete idiot, and like, I'm not learning from him. So then I decided just to wander. <laughs> so the plains, I went, I went, like a nomad? No, I would just go down to like Florida and hang out with my buddy and party all the time. Okay. So that was my wandering. Okay, well, and hey. Then, um, <laughs> so I left, I left college, and I went and did that. Uh, and then I was like, wow, I need to start like making money uh, okay so that is that is a very important thing as so the age then I, gets uh, up there i started doing some construction work and that was that was good like there's nothing wrong with that i enjoyed it but then i started no, being, like you, you're lying you're fucking no, lying right now no no nobody enjoys construction it's work like it's a it's a it's a good it's a good work you know? <laughs> And uh, so I remember I'd be there, and, like, I would just be drawing, like, on everything <laughs> when I was there. And I was just like, you know what, man? Like, even if, like, drawing becomes a job, it's still something that I enjoy doing. And it, it, it still as much pretty, as I like this, pretty cool you know, job. <laughs> I would prefer to be drawing, you know, somewhere, you know, out of the elements and just doing what I can do. And, you know, it's what I like doing, so just do it. So uh, I applied to the Kubert school and um at the ripe old age of out of I was older too I wasn't like I wasn't a young young one how old was I uh 24 okay I think uh, do you know how old I thought you were 25 25 I don't even know I think that's what you told me 
<laughs> he lied on his resume to get in. <laughs> I, gra- I graduated in 2011. So then, what was that? 2008, I came here. Yeah, because it was the year after the Giants won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, Super Bowl 42. Didn't you get married in your second year? I got married in my second year. I've been married... I think I was 25. I like the way he can reference time by Super Bowls, but not (laughs) so much by his wedding. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally... Yeah, it is what it is. I love Jackie. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, I got a spare room. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah, so I I think I was probably like 26, 27 when I graduated, I guess. Okay, it seems that that might be... a. Better thing because I've met a couple of students here, and it seems the older ones are more set. Like this is what I need to get this done. That's just my humble opinion, as it's opposed to a, a coming in and it's still being part of the high school, college. Like I'm still floating around, being you're making all the difference in the world. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it it's. I mean, I have to say, like when I was a student here, like there were some really good guys that were young and uh, they were. I mean, they really busted their butts, like. Um, check out Craig Cermak if uh, if you're not familiar. With him. <laughs> I mean that kid like he was out working everybody and he's a fantastic artist. And, yeah. Right, uh, but what I'm saying is is like at that point at at 24, 25 oh, yeah, years yeah, old, yeah. you're like this you is my next step is is towards my future as opposed to this could be a future. Sure, I mean I would hope you know at 20 like I'm I'm still paranoid every day. <laughs> that, you know, like, oh. oh, it's all good. the rug is going to be pulled yeah. out from underneath you at any point in time. But um, you know, yeah, I. Th- I, I would, think that you know the older guys that are coming here really made that decision that this is what they really want to do you know but i think whenever you want to do this kind of a profession if like you're really serious about it you have to really go full throttle with it no Mm -hmm. matter when you make that choice because i think if you kind of uh are just kind of dipping your toe into the water in it you're gonna fail it makes sense you know so you have to really you have to it seems to be a very (coughs) limited output for how many people want to do it. And I mean, everybody that likes comic books has that notion in their head, I want to draw, or I like the funny pictures, or I can write. or And there's a very choice few out there that actually get paid for it. Yeah, and then, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, God, there's so many good guys that are even out there now that are, like, established pros, and, I mean, they're not even working and yeah. doing stuff, you know? So it's, you know, when you said, like, you know, the rug being pulled out from anything, like, in one aspect, that's really true. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know, and, uh, you know, you have to stay on top of it all the time. I mean, that's why whenever I talk about, like, Joe Kubert, you know, the guy kept on busting his butt until the very end. You know, he's always trying new things and doing this and that, and uh, I think that that helps a lot, too, is you can never get comfortable. Uh, to steal a quote from my dad, he's always like, don't ever get comfortable. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> I think that's a great quote because if you don't allow it, if you don't allow yourself to get comfortable, that means you're still learning new things and you're trying things, and that makes the big difference. You don't become complacent, right? As it, as if it's something that's owed to you or whatnot. No, no matter what, especially in an artistic field. Yeah. I mean, art. I mean, I got two people in this room who draw very differently. Art is very subjective, and that tide can turn very quickly. So the hot guy today may not be the hot guy tomorrow so it's in being in the school i mean i every kid that i've come across like loves being here i mean maybe they're not a a giant fan of the workload but it is what it is and they it's it's, it's 
student to teacher relationships is it seems like it's the right place to be to learn it's a great place to do what you want to want to do I have nothing but good things to say about the school and I'm not saying that because this is being recorded <laughs> I mean, you know. and there's that creepy guy sitting in the corner <laughs> <laughs> but it's true like I don't know I mean uh so you, you did you did the I three years here yeah right? I mean and then right afterwards I was um I went in, I was became like their convention coordinator and that's and where I was doing uh, that's where I met there. you that's where we met we met at uh New York New York Comic-Con. but that was I think I had like my own table there you did that yes you you, we, you had your own table there but at that point in time you were working here and I feel like it was down in this area in the dark uh, dark corner right, right, right around here. the corner yeah yeah it's now like a supply room or <laughs> something like that. last time I went in there they had lots and lots of boxes for your um correspondence course that that was all like my traveling stuff that wasn't even the correspondence stuff the correspondence stuff's in like <laughs> another room I'm giving like pointing there's lots of I'm, pointing I'm pointing <laughs> to nothing it is um what when I met you you were doing your own was that when table. we did epics or no. no 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 I met you 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 had new, you, you had your own table at New York and I was at the point in time working for a comic book store and the owners Paid for me and a buddy to go to the show, but with the which is fantastic. Okay. Um, but they asked me to hit up as many artists as I possibly can and get them to draw their interpretation of our logo. The, logo, the ca- yeah. it, not even the logo, the character. And it's it was Joker's Child. Everybody who listens to the podcast knows that I used to work there, and it was just a jester or Joker interpretation of it. So I hit. I don't know. I want to say a dozen to two dozen different artists, and it was nobody in particular. I happened to be walking past tables, and if I saw something on the table that tickled my fancy, I went over and then paid for a quick commission. Um, I passed your table, and I saw the first thing I saw, we had a double-page Batman spread oh. with the boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good. That That looks professional and then I turned slightly to one direction <laughs> and there was a print of the Blues Brothers and I was sold Blues Brothers baby that like I <laughs> it, I was like this is this is unbelievable like saw nothing like it there it was it was stunning and then we chatted for a few minutes I realized we're relatively neighbors because we live maybe 15 minutes apart from yeah. each other and I was like that's it sold and you drew your interpretation oh. of the Jester was a Caesar Romero esque Joker. <laughs> now, I'm going to be honest with you. It was my second favorite because no second favorite because the first favorite was um, Bob Camp. Really? Because he made the Jester look like Ren. You know what? You mock me. <laughs> I know mock. I know mock. I was I'm like, just kidding. I like the the. the it, they're perfect. And since then, we've grown to be relatively friends. But I was old. Relatively? <laughs> okay, let's be real honest. How many times have we hung out? Yeah, but, like, <laughs> we, but we played so many football games it's, together. Yes, <laughs> football! <laughs> play football! Yeah, we don't even play tap. No, 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 you're real football. Still injured all the time. No, it, it's... Knee brace. <laughs> it's... The, the, the relationship was peaked because I was interested in what you did and your passion for it because not gonna lie you are real self-deprecating and Great. i don't agree with it at 
all. It's all an act. <laughs> okay. Um, when, like when you handed me that picture, the the, the Caesar Romero, and, and you were like, are you, is it okay? Is it right? my? In my humble was this is this is second best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hadn't gotten Bob's yet, so at that oh, point so in time, you were really <laughs> impressed. Yeah. It was it was, and that's something you've always been humble, and that's one thing I appreciate about the type of person. Huh? How about this? That you, you, you project <laughs> that you project to me. <laughs> I am humble. I, you know what? It's like I don't know. I hate. Um, <clears throat> I don't like like when people give compliments about my work. It really freaks me out. I see you are squirming a little. I bit. don't like it. It really weirds me out. Now, uh, is that a you thing or is that an artist? It's. A, thing? I don't know. I think it's. I don't know if it's. A How do you feel about people complimenting your art? First of all, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> this man. He's a raging narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> That's <what> you <laughs> Why? I've seen him with the tinsel off. Okay. <laughs> raging see, narcissist. See, and that, and that's to to my point. You are better friends with him than I am. He's still coated in tinsel. Oh, <laughs> aluminum foil. You gotta get past the, the hat. <laughs> it's. Oh. Well, we, that's why we do it. I mean, we all enjoy it, and we get a kick out of what we're doing, out of our own thing that we're doing. It's, but it's, it's at our core. We all have a little bit of that ego. That, well, that, that, see, but like, that's... My question still is, it's on the other side. As always, um, th- th- like, there's a self-doubt in artists. Like, yeah. that, I don't know if it's a, a thing that they... To constantly help themselves improve or whatnot, but, like... You like I love the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a thousand and one things on that picture that you can pick well, that, up. That's actually my one thing. I actually really, really? Like, yeah. Okay, then there's a, it's, that's like, fantastic. You know what it is, is the thing is like when I uh, draw something and I give it to somebody or whatever, I see a lot of the problems in it. So a, a lot of times, if I'm giving something to someone and they get it and they're like, "Oh, this looks fantastic," if I'm not really a hundred percent comfortable with it, or if I there's something that's just glaring out of like. In, in Missing an eye type. <laughs> or just like, you know, the hand might be slightly too large or you know, mm-hmm. I might have, like, positioned it a little bit wrong. Like, that's going to annoy me and, like, it's always going to be in the back of my head no matter what. And, like, as, you know, when you draw something, you want it to look the best that you can do because, I don't know, I think you're, you're a little <laughs> bit of a perfectionist when you draw, too. You want it to be perfect. So when you're handing it over to someone and they're like, oh, this looks great, you don't feel that it looks great. So I start to want to be like it's not great it's garbage and like (laughs) so you take it to the extreme yeah i I get really angry about it like inside because i'm like i hate it (laughs) like i hate that but um i think that's a good thing because it makes your work harder i don't know okay i I think it's just like a crazy thing for me but i don't have i can't draw but that's then it feels like i'm taking advantage though why when i do that because then, see now you get. I can see now though. You're real truth. Now yeah, you're but real no, truth. like this is this is this but, is an um, art, like an artist question. You start feeling bad. I can see just because I can't do. I can still see it, and what appeals to me, right? Okay, is it's it's not, just be. Listen, there's a lot of things I can't do, and if I was to be upset <laughs> with everything that I can't do, I'd have a miserable fucking existence. Uh, I think <laughs> artists are very miserable people. <laughs> we're we're very. You know, it's like all day you're trying to achieve what you have in your head and like you're trying to hit that. And, you know, like so 
when I draw something, I have an image of it in my head. I know how I want it to look. Whether and it's like it comes into um, like stages of how successful I am with like capturing what I have in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's only been a few times that I felt I've been like about like ninety percent is like the first. I don't think I've ever been one hundred percent. I don't think any artist ever gets to one hundred percent. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, other guys might be like, yeah, I hit 100% on all the drawings. <laughs> I don't believe them, you know. Okay. But um, I think you could always go back and, like, make corrections or make it better. Because that's the other thing, too. When you're, another reason I don't think you can ever hit 100% is because you're always getting better. Okay. You know, each drawing, you're learning something that uh, you didn't know on the previous one. And I think that you can apply it to the next and it continuously get better. Um, so I think that's also goes into the whole, I guess, what, self-loathing. Well, it's not even uh, self-loathing. It's it's that I have a high opinion of you. I have a high opinion of a lot of artists. And what I see is my opinion of you or of them is higher than yours or their own opinion of themselves. And I don't know if that's because it is something I can't do and I'm wowed over it. Like, I'm sure there's a number of things that I can I can do that you cannot. I don't know if you get the same appreciation out of it. And I think it's because it's such a specialized industry or a specialized skill. It's – if a person can only draw stick figures mm -hmm. their entire life and that's the max of their skill set, I can draw – barely draw a stick figure. Their mindset is I'm never going to get – to a Cubert level. Right, right, right. Okay? But you see a person who is, and when I say a Cubert level, I mean able to teach yeah, yeah, or, exactly. in, in, you know, it, it, is a, it is a thing that, that is something that I truly will never be able to do because not only does it take skill, there has to be some God-given talent in there somewhere. Mm. Okay? So that's why I, f I f feel that when I'm looking at something that you've done or, or you know, Mike or Adon or whomever, I look at it and go, I'm never going to be able to do that. It is so impressive that this person can do that. So It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you said was very sweet. Yeah, Thank very you. Nice. All right. With yeah. that being said, you, were, you, you graduated? Yep. So you started in the convention scene? Well, with okay. that, with the so I'll give you like a quick rundown of yeah. exactly like how everything kind of just panned out right now. Boom, 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 boom. So uh, the school sets you up with like interviews uh, when you're here, okay. your third year. So like you meet with DC, you meet with Marvel. Um, uh, Meta Design was around at that time, so you meet with them. I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, there was a bunch of different people that came out that year. I don't Dark remember. Horse. I don't know if Dark Horse came out or not. Uh, I know Dynamite came out like the following year. I can help you. We, no, we didn't have. I, I know they have IDW now. But, so um, that is something that the school offers. Yeah, it's like I mean, a meet like, and greet type of a setup for. I mean, for they, I mean, they meet reviews. with everybody now. Okay. Um, but I remember we met with like a few different places, and um, so Matter Design offered me a position. And so the following Monday after I graduated, I started going to New York, and I was doing stuff there, and I was mm -hmm. working there drawing like Spider-Man coloring books and Disney princess coloring books. And, oh, that answers um, so many questions I have in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what else? Was, I was doing, like, um, educational um, flashcards, okay. which was actually super fun to draw, more so than the Spider-Man coloring book and the Disney one, because the flashcards, you can make, like, whatever characters you kind of wanted. Like, <laughs> they would give you, like, these uh, 
very open-ended things being like, oh, we want like uh, just like a, a, a sports star sort of a thing. And it's like, well, they never would specify what kind of sports, so I just combined like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan <laughs> into like the ultimate wrestler master. And like I would just be like, well, there's a sports star and just draw all this craziness. But that was a lot of fun. And then um, that kind of like dried up. And um, not a big well in the coloring book industry. Well, I, some things kind of happened. Not like bad. Like that sounds really. I shady. killed a man just to watch him die. <laughs> I had to get out of the I had city. To leave the city. <laughs> the whole scene from American Psycho, where he's like, "You this guy." Starts... Yeah, I didn't do that. No, but, no. no, that's horrible. I feel guilty for even saying that. But um, it's okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, so like I finished like what I was supposed to do there, mm-hmm. and then um. The school offered me the convention position, and then uh, I was doing that for a bit, and that was great. You know, I travel with, I get a chance to travel and hang out with, you know, Adam, Andy, and Joe, and, you know, that was great. And that's primarily just promoting the school at conventions. Right, And then I was still trying to, like, you know, do freelance work on the side, and then... um, I got kind of tired of doing sample pages all the time, and I was like, well, maybe I could just do, like... You know, a few sample pages of, a, like, a character I create. And then I was like, oh, you know, what if we turn this into, like, a book or a pamphlet that we could drop off at, like, shows? And I was like, let me get a, see if some other guys would be interested in it. And then I approached Fernando and um, and uh, Fabio Redivo and Bob Harden. And I said, hey, would you guys be interested in maybe we could do a book together? You know, we'll each do, like, six pages, just, like, a short thing, and just something to drop off at with editors to be like, hey, we have something published. Here you go. Check it out. And uh, they were all very, like, on board with it. They thought it was a cool idea. And we came up with the name Epics for it. And uh, we did a big, like, campaign to just get, like, the word out as much Mm -hmm. as I could. And uh, everybody was really cool with it. And we'd make all these videos and um, (laughs) Kickstarter. And everybody was really great and uh, really jumped on board with it and helped, you know, make the book come out. And that was, like, a huge step. Uh, I would suggest, like, anybody that really wants to do comics or if you're trying to, like, find a way to break in and you're not getting, like, you're knocking on all the doors and they're just not opening, make your own book. Rather than drawing a million to one sample pages all the time, do do something that at least you'll get some joy out of. Right. A lot of people don't realize that just because it's self-published, does it, it is published. Yeah, it's, it's considered a published book. Trust me, the, to publish a book is a lot of work, you know, and, I mean, we saw that from beginning until the end, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting you guys uh, at Dewey's. We'd meet all the time, like, in the little room next door, and we'd have, like, our little meetings to kind of check up on how everybody's doing. And, you know, we saw from the scripting to the penciling, inking, color, you know, every single step that you could think of. So you guys all worked together, even though it was, was, it's considered an anthology, right? It was four independent stories. Uh, based around... But it's all tied around, like, a certain time Time period, right? So, yeah, everything had to be set during... I think it was actually 1959 is when we set the story. Very specific. Stories for everyone, yeah. (laughs) I don't remember why we picked 1959. I think it's the only year that worked out with all four of our stories. (laughs) (laughs) So you did the stories and worked the year? I'm like, did we base it off of, like, Fabio's, like, he drew a car or something like that? I think so. (laughs) That's right, there was the hot rod... 
Well, that was Bob's. Bob's okay. story was like total hot rod, you know, <laughs> adrenaline packed thing. So I remember mine was set in 1951, and then some of you guys came to me. Could <laughs> you just, could you just, just throw that hoop? 1959. <laughs> now, so I had to go back. And that was that was epics. The book that book was called Epic. Right. Epics. Epic, yeah. Um, and that was great. I mean, like I gotta say, like you know, our print run uh, was I think like 2000 comics or something like that and like we sold great on that yeah. thing like it sold awesome i know i have too. um you know we were <laughs> i'm not joking like i only have a, a few left um and i they're like my copies you right. know what i mean right i know you've only got a few left you bring them to like the okay. shows with you still do great with them at shows but you know the fascinating thing about epics is from the very first meeting that we had so with fun. you right here at that <laughs> table that where we all decided to do it to that signing in Dewey's was six months. Wow. That quick that. of a turnaround, we huh? We did that in, in six months. We That's pretty good for like... That's, that's very good. For like winging it. You know what I mean? Like, I never published a book before. <laughs> right, but well... That, that's why I signed on was I knew we would make it happen. I mean, all four of us, we were all working here. Right. I knew... I, I knew it would happen. That's great. Know, it wasn't like we were going to... Were those fly-by-night type... You know, yeah. We all had to fall out, you know. No, I, I mean, I'm sure it helped that you saw each other all the time. And yeah. One, okay. one yeah. would push the other yeah. type of thing. And, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I had a tendency to, to be the slow one. In the yeah, and you know what? I wasn't going to even say that, but seeing as you said that, that man right there called you the cheerleader for the book. I was the cheerleader. <laughs> he was the hub. That, 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 that <laughs> totally. That totally. Rick him. <laughs> he was here every day. He was doing the convention stuff, so he was here every day. Right. Um, and he, he kept tabs, you know, even with the teachers, those of us who didn't teach with each other. So he, he got to see all three right. of us other guys right, all right. the time. So he was able to keep us going, and, you know, he would say, oh, you know, Fabio's at this level, Bob's at this level, where are you at? <laughs> what are you doing? Meanwhile, I'm totally behind. You got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's got everybody else's shit in line, but his is gone. He's just cracking the invisible whip. <laughs> <laughs> but I was busy. I was making videos. <laughs> Very nice. I remember like, there was panning. Lots was, of panning. You watch those videos. Those things are awesome. They still hold up today. They hold up, yeah. So, all right, you got yourself yes, published. So, so then when I did Epics... Um, and then um, with that, I started at that following year Comic Con, I think it was. So actually, that August, um, I started interviewing uh, for an assistant editor position at DC. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think like how the heck this all went at, went down. It was like end of August, and then um, I interviewed again in September, and then October rolled around, and Aspen asked me if I wanted to do a book for them, and I was like, oh, it's great. But the main reason that anybody's even giving me any interest was because I was giving around epics at this point. So um, they wanted me to draw a, a book for them that was going to be a few issues. It would have been really cool. I was really excited about it. But then I um, was still interviewing with DC, and the interviews were kind of heating up more and more, and it seemed like I was going to get the position. But then time was still dragging out on it, and I was kind of like, you know, is this going to happen or not? So it literally came down to, like, the last hour, and... Uh, DC finally offered me the job, and um, 
I had, you know, I told Aspen as much as I would really like to do it. I'm gonna, I've decided I'm gonna take this position instead. And they were, they were great about it. Like really nice mm-hmm. guys. I have to say, everyone that I dealt with there is fantastic. And um, so to be, so to be Vince, clear, you took an assistant editor position so at took DC assist- Comics, right? Okay. I mean, it was awesome. I loved it. And um, I have to say, everybody at DC is great. Um, <laughs> Is that in your contract? You have to say that. <laughs> like, I gotta say, like, uh, I love uh, Eddie Braganza was fantastic. I uh, worked with Mike Cotton, who was really cool. Um, Ricky Burden, who is super uh, fantastic uh, at and what, what he does. What, what books were you responsible? I was working, let's see. Uh, I was doing Superman. <gasps> oh, yeah, which is like... <laughs> That's total, a dream come true for Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I was totally geeking out about that all the time. And it was great because then, like, John Romita Jr. came on board, too. Right. So it was like... Oh, like and John Romita Jr. was one of my favorite artists as well. And I remember one day I had to call John Romita Sr. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on one second. I need to get this out of my system. And then, like, Jeff Johns was the writer, and he came on board, and... Jeff's my favorite writer, so that was insane. And, like, it was great. I was totally having, like, a, you know, I mean, like, it was a fanboy moment for me every single day. Like, you know. But I have to say, everybody at DC is really, really cool. Um, I mean, I was, there was a lot of books. Like, everybody works on a ton of books. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of long hours. You know, the traveling aspect of it really stung. Um, that was the worst part. Yes. I gotta tell you right now. Like out of everything, I feel the thing that, that really killed me was the traveling. Traveling was horrible. Um, and then you know, I found out the news that they were gonna go to Burbank, and uh, you know, I went and I talked with my wife, and I was like, hey, you know, what do you what do you think? Do you think we should really? You know, consider this, and we, you know, we did. We sat down. We really did think about it. it took a long time for me to really make my decision. Um, but while I was there, is I was still getting uh, contacted to see if I had any interest in drawing stuff, and um, I would always say no because you weren't, you're not allowed to draw for uh, anyone if you work in editorial at DC or anything like so that. So you're not allowed to draw at all. Right. Right. Even for your own. I mean, I could draw for myself. You know. No, no, no. Me, for your own company. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. So um, I was like, all right, well, I think I want to give this another shot. It was like Rocky Two, <laughs> You know? I was like, yo, I'm blind in my left eye, <laughs> so I'm going to learn how to fight uh, right-handed and give it another shot. So Jackie is really cool, and uh, she was, you know, she was like, oh, you know, I support you, Rocky. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the loving, um, supportive wife. That's awesome. And then we had, like, a baby right around that time as well, Avery. And so, I mean, it was a lot to go, you know, it was a lot to take in at one point. So I decided, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. And, you know, I left D.C., and um, I got, uh, the first gig I got was drawing a cover for Borderlands right away at IDW. Then I got um, The Shadow at Dynamite, and then right now I'm working on another series at Dark Horse called Guillotines. So it's it's been good. Um, you know, my dream is, yeah, knock on work, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that run to get pulled out. I'll do that for you. <laughs> um, you know, but like, you know, I would love to draw at DC. You right. know, more, like, I love Spider-Man and stuff too, but... My dream, going back to the little, little kid, is, you know, I want to draw Superman. So, uh, I'm, I'm sure it will happen. Yeah, I know people. 
That's yeah. not true at all. I can't help you at all. I know people who, who, that who read comics. Yeah. Does that help? People that read comics, they don't demand. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's how it all went down. And that, you know, then I came back here and started teaching too because uh, you know, it's another great uh, way to kind of, I don't know, give back. And I don't know, I like it. I like being here. And I missed this place when I did leave. So it's it just kind of... It, feels i don't want to use the word comfortable but it, you feel good when like you're here home. yeah it's a nice homey feel there you go how was it working on the shadow that was a that's a the shadow was fun pretty big character it was weird because i changed like how i draw for it and i went a little bit more simplified mm-hmm. to try to give it more of like um i don't know classic kind of it did have style. it had a pulpy yeah feel i wanted to it. i wanted it to look like that so uh, some things I would rather look better <laughs> in there, but other stuff in there I think looks really cool. Um, cer- certain pages in there I like love. I'm like, wow, these are great. Like I want to hang them up in my office. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I want to totally hang this up. Um, but no, it went really well. And like, it's funny. Like uh, most people, like I don't read reviews. I'm gonna tell you right now. I was like scouring the internet <laughs> for reviews because I was like, I want to know if people hate this. I'm not gonna lie. We did on our podcast, and I don't know if you even listened to it, but we did review your book. Did you say it was beautiful? I reviewed your book. I loved the artwork. Did you say it was like your second favorite? <laughs> no, no. But what someone, someone, because it's a, a group of us, someone did bring up that the coloring took away from the old school look. I, I so- take the blame on that. Okay. Because I love my colors. Uh, see, but it is, it, it, it's. Art is subjective. There's two real things in this world that are subjective. Comedy and art. Well, the, the reason why, like, you know, I talked with Andre about it because we were talking about how it printed. If you look at the digital version of it, mm-hmm. um, it's it's much brighter and everything like that. But what we did was we tried to, we wanted to make it look like an old comic. So mm-hmm. we had, we put it on like a newsprint sort of like background. Okay. And so it really darkened up the colors a bunch. Right. And uh, I feel like it kind of distracted from it. Okay. But so it's like I almost want to be like, oh, but this is this is what it, this is what it looks like. Like, look at this, you know. But I can't run around with my laptop or an iPad everywhere. I did have a conversation with another artist not too long ago about um, a book that he had done that his art was changed dramatically by the inking and the coloring. Like you, like I've seen the original pencils, and then you could see how coloring, well, inking and coloring shaped what turned out to be what he felt was some of his. Not best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and as we we're talking about your book, as, as we were talking about the shadow story, was great. I loved the art. If like when remember when DC was doing Wednesday comics? Oh yeah, I love Wednesday comics. I would have loved to have seen that book in that format. That'd be great to do something like that. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna pitch that tonight. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. I'm emailing. <laughs> I'm emailing my editor at Dynamite and be like, it, "Hey, let's it, do this." It 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 spurred a. Like a, a a pulp feel for me. Like I really I wanted to read another pulp type, and a lot of times when a book strives f- to do that, they fall short because it's a very distinct skill to make yeah. something look old but not feel dated. And you did that, you and your team. Thank you. You did that. Thank in you so much. my humble opinion. Um, yeah, I didn't find any bad reviews. I really, I really searched too. It was that narcissist. I know I found one bad review, not one. Um, but it was great to to, to it was see fun. the book. 
It was um, a big learning experience too. Like now I know certain things that I wouldn't do again, and just like how like it'll certain line work even mm-hmm. like with the inking and to know not to do certain things. Uh, it'll help a bunch. Okay, and now with guillotines, yeah, same. Guillotines is great. It's like <laughs> you know, I've had. I'm not, you know. I'm I'm just gonna be finding out like what the release date is planned for it. Um, and how is it going? It's going really. Well. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, that's a lot you, of fun. It's, you, it's basically you post certain for, things. If, for anybody that's listening, is it's like if you like Goonies or if you've ever seen Monster Squad. Like <laughs> that's like top five favorite movies is Monster Squad for some reason. I love Monster Squad. It's Monster Squad, you know. Or if you want to say it's an adult Scooby Doo, but it, you know it's about a bunch of teenagers that are monster hunters, and it's just it's awesome and it's set during the eighties and you know Ooh, it's cool just close. yeah every like <laughs> cool everything's based off of like like I tried to find like locations that would be based off of like famous 80 movie 80s movies okay so like this woman's house that they go to like she lives in the ferris bueller house nice the, the, the like, glass the, the the big like house that he's nice. in like that's the, that's the house nice. um the van is is i don't know if i can answer it's the a-team van they drive around in <laughs> but like you know i changed enough of it where it's not the a-team van it's it's inspired by yeah it's inspired by the a-team van it's an homage um what else is there like the kids are like they're kind of like uh their clothing is like from famous 80s movies i think it's like breakfast club nice. is like the one kid's clothes is from that he was like the one that has the radio at the end or whatever where he punches his hand up over he has the fingerless gloves please yeah that kid, that kid, yeah like one kid's dressed up yeah. like him pretty much I, I don't i can't remember the name but right now John that Bender. music is John playing Bender. in my that was the character name. John was that, Bender? Was it Don't John You Bender? Forget don't About Don't You. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Uh, what is his name? Not Judd Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even better. Nelson? Judd Nelson. Judd. Judd. Yeah, that sounds good. Judd Nelson. It's Nelson. That I know that. Judd, Judd, feel, Judd feels Judd off, Nelson. though. Yes. But he played John Bender, the punk. Yeah. Yes. So that's what the, the bad boy is based off of. <laughs> Now, do you get the freedom to do that, or did someone say... No, I was like, just like, I want to do this, and then, like, be like... Well, hey. all right, so I'm going to bring you a story. They say, this is what we're thinking. Yeah. How much free reign do you have to say, I want to make well, an no, homage like, to just, the you, A-Van, you the draw, like, what you want, and then you kind of turn it into a thing, and then you're good to go. And then if they like it, they go, great. Like, it, the way this worked out was Mike Marici's the writer, and he was like, hey, would you be interested in doing it? I said, yeah, I would love to. You know, you're speaking my language with 80s movie-based <laughs> Monster Squad sort of a thing. And um, Was that how it was pitched to you? Because that would be truly pretty awesome. Pretty much. I, 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 I like he was describing it and you went, that's Monster Squad. <laughs> well, I think he even said to me, Monster Squad. <laughs> that's great. And, like, I love, like, uh, Lost Boys. And, like, uh, all those uh, so it was like, he, he named all of those as well. And I was just like. He hit every bullet point in just the right fashion. I was like, I would draw this for free. <laughs> but, like, you didn't say that out loud, no. did you? No, okay, no, no, just no. making sure. But, like, I loved it. Like, I thought that was such a cool idea. So, I mean, but, like, you know, and then I drew up, like, my version of what it, everything would look like, and I sent it to them. Then they put together a whole package and sent it over to Dark Horse. Dark Horse said, yeah, sure, let's do this. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, then we decided, let's let's go for it. And that was it. And awesome. So now I'm working on that. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so I'm on the second part right now, and then it goes to the third part, and then 
hopefully we'll see if it gets definitely picked up for so it's a it's a when you say part it's like dark horse presents it starts off okay and then supposedly we'll see what happens allegedly okay yeah we'll see what happens see what happens that's well best of luck everything's always up in there yeah i never believe anything until i see it (laughs) until it's done printed in the store there's a check (laughs) cashed (laughs) conveniently enough yes in the bank account yeah uh, it's cool. That's cool, it. Cool. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So, what do you got for kids? High fives. <laughs> no, like seriously. <laughs> so you're, you're Here you young. go, kids. Stop by <laughs> for Halloween. You get candy. You had this drive, this love to do this for since you were what six? You said. Oh yeah, since I was super little. What's your advice? Like your one bit. Just keep drawing. Like have fun. That's my like big thing. Just have fun with it. You're gonna have people that are gonna be like so lame in life, and they're just gonna like they're gonna be like oh. Go be a teacher. Go be a, a a lawyer. Go do this and that. But you this, are you are a teacher. No, but like, <laughs> but like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, just go do what you want to do. Find out what you want to do, and then just keep doing it. Like, so many people just give up. Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was a you know? visual thing because your face is adorable. Don't give up. Don't no, do it. Every, everybody, everybody's looking for the easy way out. And I think it's so easy to be like, yeah, I'm going to go um, do, uh, you know, I'm going to go to school and try to just do the right thing. Well, doing the right thing might not be the right thing. You know, figure out what you like and what you want to do and follow that, and that's the right thing. Beautifully said. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <That's 101. laughs> that was great. So. Cool. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate you taking the time. You know, I know you're busy being a a relatively new father and lots of jobs going on. That's good. I love it. So I'm going to plug myself. Follow me on Twitter, Anthony Marquis. (laughs) Wait, Um, wait, wait. The what? On Twitter? At? What are you talking about? Say it a little clearer. Oh, (laughs) Anthony Marquis. Okay. You know, I think it might be Anthony M. Marquis. Okay. Um, well, your Twitter is You'll very specific. It. You'll find it. <laughs> I'll put it in the show yeah. notes so that there'll be hot links. Uh, and you can for find it. me on Facebook. Same thing. Just look at my name. <laughs> <laughs> you can find uh, my website, anthonymarquis.com. Everything's just my name. It's really easy. Stretching way far out of the box. But don't follow me on LinkedIn because I don't like That's LinkedIn. Boring. That's boring. <laughs> I'll admit that. I hate LinkedIn. <laughs> Oh, and there goes the big check from LinkedIn. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I will always, oh, always, yeah, big time, time listeners of the show, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> Hate you, LinkedIn. I never understood it. I don't know what it's trying <laughs> to be. I hate it so much. It doesn't make sense. Is it professional? Is it Facebook? What is it? It's, it's creepy. I still get emails like it's Tinder for rich people. <laughs> That's all it is. Wow, you're using it wrong. <laughs> I had that completely backwards. So that's your portfolio. <laughs> well, yet again, thank you so much, Anthony. Anytime, much. Of, and much we're gonna appreciated. we're gonna keep a steady eye out for your stuff. Cool. Please do.